Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 105 of the Podcast Amplify show. Today, we're talking about probably my second most favorite topic when it comes to podcasting, and that is podcast planning. Planning for your podcast. This episode is for you if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, but the thought, what if I run out of things to say is holding you back, or you've recently started your podcast and you find yourself scrambling around at the last minute, desperately trying to come up with a new episode idea, hashtag stressful. (laughs) And it's just not the podcasting experience that you imagined. And it's definitely not the podcasting experience that I want for you. Podcasting is meant to be fun. So stick around if you want the exact blueprint I used to map out my first 56 podcast episodes before I even launched my show back in 2021. This strategy is a must-have for every start a podcast checklist. And this is an exercise that I give my clients to do. I probably don't give them 56. I get them to start with 10 to 20. But honestly, when I did this for my show, I felt so good once I did it because I knew that I was committed to podcasting for at least a year. I know planning doesn't come easy for everyone. As an ex-executive assistant, planning is part of my DNA. Planning ahead is part of my DNA. Like I supported C-suite members, board members. And so I always had to be one to two steps ahead of them at any given point in my day. So that involved being organized and looking ahead as far out as I could. And so when I decided to start my podcast, it made sense to me to plan out as far in advance as I could. Plus I had insider knowledge of a very alarming stat that a lot of people don't know about, which is 75 of new podcasts do not make it past episode seven. And I refused, refused to become a podcast statistic. So I decided that I was going to map out 56 episodes in my lovely Trello board. And here I am two years later, consistently podcasting and loving every minute. But seriously, planning your podcast content as far out in advance as possible, especially when you're launching your podcast, offers so many advantages that can really kick off your podcasting experience on a positive note and boost its overall success. So let's delve into some of the key benefits of strategically planning your podcast in these sort of early stages. Number one, saves you time and increases efficiency. When you plan your podcast episodes ahead of time, 
you are almost creating this sort of framework, I would call it, that allows you to optimize your time and your resources. Let's be real. You are running a business, a family, everything else that you have going on. And so by dedicating a focus block of time to map out your content, it's only going to put you in a great place. You're only going to save yourself from the chaos and the scrambling that comes when you do these podcasting tasks last minute. And I know because I was there, I've worked with clients who have done it and it just doesn't work. By planning your podcast episodes, you'll have a clear roadmap in place. You can streamline your workflow. You have a f- sufficient time for research and for outlining all the prep stuff that comes with producing a podcast. Benefit number two, it allows you to maintain consistency and avoid last minute stress. I don't want to beat the consistency drum, but I know you know as with business, consistency is so, so, so important. So by planning your episodes in advance, you will ensure that you have a consistent release schedule. What I found really, really helpful is, especially in that first year, knowing that I had those episodes, I still continued to add new episode ideas as they came up. Like they're not written in stone. You're literally just giving yourself a little bit of a runway. So that when you sit down every month, I would suggest every month and not every week. But when you sit down to map out your episodes, you're not kind of sitting there scratching your head, trying to think about what you're going to talk about. You can just refer to your Trello board or Asana or your Google sheet, whatever tool it is that you use and take an episode idea. What I love about this as well is that there are times that maybe something happens in my business or with a client, and I am inspired to do um, an episode about it. You can do that. There is space for you as long as it ties in with your content pillars, et cetera, et cetera. There is space for you to, you know, create inspired content, but this is to prevent you rushing around at 10 PM the night before your episode is meant to go live, trying to come up with a topic. I believe that it's all about being proactive and this approach will allow you to maintain not only a steady flow of content, but you'll feel confident in the type of content that you're putting out there. Because remember, we're podcasting for business. We're not just showing up to the mic to have a chin wag. Our content that we're putting out there is very, very strategic. We want to not only showcase our expertise, but showcase to our clients that we know what we're talking about. We know the kind of things that they're struggling with. And we know that our offer is the solution to help them with their problem. So for example, for me, I know that this is something that a lot of new podcast business owners struggle with. And so when my clients work with me, we will come up with a schedule. I am very, very, like I repeat it so often please block out time in your calendar. And I do also have resources that I provide to them after launch to support them with remaining consistent after launch. From this episode, I am demonstrating to you that I know this is a potential problem that could come up for you. And I'm positioning 
my offer, i.e. you work with me, you're going to get a bunch of resources to guide you so that this doesn't become a problem in the future. And then benefit number three is it really gives you the, the opportunity to align or create content for new offers. So if you are someone who creates offers quite frequently throughout the year in your business, I'm sure you've got like a, um, a business plan or maybe a, a offer calendar or I can't remember the terminology, but you've got your offers or your launches mapped out a launch calendar. That's the word you've got your launch calendar by looking at that. Again, we talked about how your content should be central to your signature, the offer that you're talking about on your podcast. And so it's integral that your episodes tie in with those launches. So by planning your podcast episodes in advance, you're able to align your content with new offers, or maybe if you're doing something seasonal, like think about about Black Friday, right? That's a seasonal period of time. And so you can intentionally, depending on when you launch, say you're launching in July, if you were to follow this blueprint, when you think about November, what episodes can you create to tie in with the offer that you are going to be launching in Black Friday? Do you see, it just, it releases the pressure. It removes the pressure if you do this work upfront. Okay, so I've shared three benefits with you. Now I wanna talk about the importance of having clarity on the theme of your podcast and your goals. This is something that a lot of people miss, but it's super, super, super important. And when I talk about your podcast theme and goals, I am referring to like, what is your podcast gonna be about? What is the purpose of your podcast? What is the main message that you want to get across? Who are you speaking to? What are their pain points, problems, goals, desires? Like you need to get really, really clear on who you're speaking to, what it is that they need to hear, and also how can your podcast stand out? Like these are the foundational pieces that I work with with my clients when we are creating their podcast strategy. Like you cannot get away with creating a successful podcast without laying these foundations. Like I've talked about this on the show before in terms of building the house, you really need to lay a solid foundation so that the house stays upright for years and years and years to come. Your podcast is no different. So it really takes some time if you're not clear on this piece as yet to define your podcast theme and your goals and really start to create that solid foundation because it's really gonna lend itself really well when it comes to the next point around planning your content and how you're able to align your episode topics with your offers so that you are able to attract the right audience and convert them into your paid programs. Remember, I've talked about podcasting being a little bit of a puzzle. It doesn't have to be a complicated puzzle, but just know that there are some little pieces and all the pieces need to fit. You are not going to see the results in terms of generating leads for your business 
if you are not clear on these foundational pieces first. All right, I'm going to stop beating that drum. (laughs) Now let's get on to how I brainstormed these episode ideas. Number one, you want to identify three to four content pillars. Now I am not talking about educational, inspirational, motivational. I'm not talking about those content pillars that a lot of messaging marketing people talk about in the online spaces online space. No, we are talking about content pillars as they directly relate to the offer that you are going to be selling on your podcast. So what are those three to four content pillars? Then we want to identify two to three. This is how I did it. Two to three sub pillars for each content pillar. So to give you an example, when I did this exercise two years ago, my four content pillars were clear as day. They're what I call the four phases of podcasting, which is launch, manage, growth, monetization. So those are my four content pillars. And then within each, I had two to three sub pillars. So I won't go through all of them, but launch, for example, tech came up. Um, mindset was another one. And just the sort of what would we call them? Like the sort of podcast assets slash branding side of things. So those were three sub pillars that came up for me under the launch content pillar. So really think about your one offer, three to four content pillars, two to three sub pillars per content pillar. And then under each sub pillar, I want you to write down as many ideas that come to you. So going back to my example, launch was the content pillar, mindset was the sub pillar. And I immediately knew that imposter syndrome was going to be a topic. I immediately knew that perfectionism was going to be a topic. So what are some of the ideas? You can just, these are just loose ideas at this point. Like you don't need to come up with a whole episode title, just write really loose one to three words under your sub pillars, I would say we want to aim for like 10, 10, 10 to 15. That's how you're going to get into your 50. Is my maths mathing? But just write down as many ideas as possible. We can jazz them up and keyword them up when you are creating this episode. And how you do this is totally up to you. I back then used Trello definitely for you, pick whatever platform, whatever project management tool works best for you. But what I would insist or strongly advise is that you pick one place where all your podcast content is going to live. So I've got like a a content hub. I've actually, it's turned into quite a massive document because one tab is for my podcast. Another tab is for the blog coming soon. And then another tab is for Pinterest. Um, And then some of the sheets are interlinked so that, you know, I'm all about saving time. So it duplicates across to another sheet. The key here is that everything is in one place and I don't need to go and look in 5,000 different places. So what is that place for you? Is it Airtable? Is it Asana? Is it Notion? Whatever works best for you, just pick one place to put, you know, all your episode ideas, but 
whatever it is that you do, I cannot stress the importance of having one central place to keep everything. And that's it. You have the blueprint to mapping out your first year of podcast episodes. So now it's time for you to take action. I want you to set aside an hour. This should not take longer than an hour. If you need additional time to complete step two, which was around finding clarity on your podcast theme and your goals, etc., then that will be a separate exercise that I recommend you complete before doing your podcast episode mapping out. But set aside an hour in your schedule to really dedicate brainstorming your podcast episode ideas. If you have a launch calendar, make sure you have a copy of that so that you know what launches are coming up and get to work. I promise you, before you know it, you are going to have so many episode titles that you won't believe that you even questioned whether or not you have enough content because you will. In fact, I want to share, I was going through my iPhone photo library recently, deleting a bunch of photos. Like I had 6,000 photos and I was like, what, when did that happen? And I came across something that I screenshotted over a year ago. And I wish that I could credit the person, but stupidly, I did not screenshot it properly to include the person's Instagram handle. But essentially, it was a Instagram post about 44 ways to write about one topic. And I will not go into all of them, but I really just wanted to share this with you. 44 ways. So I want you to think about, let's use my mindset subpillar as an example. According to this person, I could talk about that topic in 44 different ways. And some of the examples she suggested were around myths, industry stats, mistakes, benefits of truth bombs. Like this is something I've totally forgot that I had this. And um, as I said, I wish I could credit it to the right person, but you absolutely cannot run out of things to say and talk about on your podcast. Episode ideas are everywhere. They will come from conversations with your clients. They'll come from conversations you have with potential clients in the DMs. If I start to see a trend in the podcasting groups that I'm a part of, I will create an episode about it. I might be inspired by an email I received by someone else. Content is everywhere. Once it's content that you know your ideal client slash listener will find helpful and valuable, write it down. Every time you get an episode idea, start with these 56. And then as you start podcasting, you will get so many different ideas. Alrighty. Well, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to hop into the Amplify Collective Telegram group and let me know if you have done this exercise. I want to know how many podcast episode ideas you have come up with. I would love to know if anyone beats me on the 56 mark. If you are not a member as yet, we would love to have you. Be sure to click the link in the show notes, www.tobusytopodcast.co.uk slash community to join 
This is a free group on Telegram, especially for you. If you're looking for a place to connect and build community with other podcasting business owners, but then also have a chance to have some more direct contact with me. It's a great place to ask questions, to share anything that's coming up for you. So I hope to see you inside and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.